Welcome back to Tennis in the Air of the Gods. I'm Alex, joined with my brother Nicholas, and we are back. It's been almost a year and a half since our last episode, but we're gonna we're gonna pick this back up right in time for the U.S. Open, and just kind of give our opinions on what's to come with this tournament. And uh, yeah, we'll be here from week to week, hopefully from here on out. So, Nicholas, anything to say? You know, it's great to be back. Excited for this year's U.S. Open. Um, do you want to start off with any key takeaways from the draw that's out? Yes, I think you got to start off with what happened in Cincinnati with Borna George winning the tournament. Kind of came out of nowhere, obviously. He's been playing challengers for a little bit. He's ranked near 150, 170 in that range. Um, and really just destroyed everyone the only three set match he played was against Rafael Nadal served unbelievably well so seeing that going into the US Open was bizarre for sure but um, having him back is, is pretty awesome his game fun to watch and I guess the players are saying he plays very similar to Medvedev just with a little more spin is what I was gathering just from all those yeah I mean it definitely seems like it's a curveball coming into uh, this year's US Open just because that's I mean he was like you said losing in challengers first second round of challengers for most of this year I mean he was using his protected ranking to get into some ATP events and losing first round at those as well Um, but that serve that he has I mean he's popping um, aces just left and right in the match against uh, RBA he had, what, 12 aces in the first set, and he only, uh, like, that was averaging three aces per game, which was unheard of for a guy who's, what, like, 6'1". Yeah, he's 6'2". He's, I mean, serving unbelievably well, playing really solid, hitting big, so he, he's going to be tough. I think when you look at this draw, though, with the exception of Rafael Nadal, everything is up in the air. I mean, even though Rafa lost to Bourne Church, you still have to... I guess think that he is going to be the of the quality that he's been producing throughout this year. He's just been so steady, but the, with the rest of the draw, I mean, it's completely up for grabs. Some guys play good some weeks, some guys play terribly the next week. In terms of the top guys like Rublev, Steph, um, and and I actually take that back. I think Medvedev is a lock pretty much to keep on going, even though Kyrgios is in that draw. I think Medvedev. You look at Medvedev and Nadal as the two people who are go- as who are going to just progress, and I think everywhere else is just could be chaos. I gotta disagree with you there. I think you can add Steph to that list. I mean, he had, in my opinion, a great. Um, obviously, made the finals of uh, Cincinnati, and I feel like coming into this year's U.S. Open, he's got a great chance to go deep. Um, and I'm am concerned about Nadal uh, going deep into this tournament just with all of the potential injuries that he could have obviously he's what only one tournament since um went making the semifinals of Wimbledon uh so I think there's that Medvedev did struggle uh, a little bit over the summer but he's definitely picked um himself back up and I think like you said he's he's pretty steady and you kind of know what you're going to get from him um but what do you think about Carlos Alcaraz uh, he's paired with his first seed that he would play if they win out is Borna Church. I mean, just having gone off of what we've seen from Alcaraz since kind of the French Open, he's been pressing a lot. It just seems like he's just missing what the shots that he was making. Um, and I mean, he's obviously done well since since the French, but 
it's definitely been a drop off from the level that we were seeing at the beginning of the year. Um, I do think he progresses through. I think he beats George. I, I don't think George plays the same level that he did in Cincinnati, but I mean, that's who knows, obviously. Um, but I, I think Carlos will progress through. I think when I look at potential matches that he loses, I think Yannick Sinner, Yannick Sinner has a really good record against him and has consistently beat them. Um, and I think Yannick is someone who's going to be slept on in this tournament just to just to move through. Yeah. Hitting, no. I mean, the match against Felix Auger-Aliassime that he lost was he, uh, I mean, he was up, set in a break in that. And then Felix turned up the level at the end, which was impressive. Um, but I, th- I think he's someone to watch for me, at least in this tournament. You know, I completely agree. I see Yannick Sinner. I was really impressed um, with how he's been playing over the past couple months. I think he's really up the focus level, and there's a lot of tweaks that he's going to uh, need to really make a run here and like keep his level extremely high and not go and press too much um, and start making like repetitive errors. Um, but I do see him as a little bit more of a sleeper uh, to really make uh, like a breakthrough here at the Open. Um, and as for Alcaraz, I'm not the biggest fan of him right now. I think it's going to take him a um, couple more months to really sort of find his own and really come into like his game and how he's going to play for the next couple of years just since he's uh, obviously coming in winning what was that two masters 1000 three masters 1000s at the beginning of the year uh and just basically every ball he touched was a, just go, turned to gold uh, and now he's starting to have to uh he's starting to miss more and that's becoming a problem and he's not doing too much to to fix that so i don't think he's uh gonna do too well i do think chorich with uh, playing best out of five, it's going to be a little bit more tough for him to uh, to replicate what he did in Cincinnati. But I still have Alcaraz moving through. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you also have to keep in mind with Carlos, I mean, he hasn't lost a match this year in straight sets. You know, like, as much as we say his level's dropped off, like, to beat this guy, you have to play well. Like, bottom line it's played really well so I, I think it's le- the the things he needs to improve most uh, I think pretty obvious his shot selection and just just his overall sense of what how what he's trying to do out there in terms of like you got shot shot selection and and being more disciplined within his patterns because he has so much that he can do and so many shots that he can make from all over the court that he's just got almost too much to work with really you know, and and he hits the ball so big to begin with, um, but but again, I think best out of five, and given, I mean, he is just never say die attitude out there, and and always competing and and finding a way. I mean, all these the matches he's losing, other than the Yannick Center match where he lost the new Mag final, getting blown out in the second and third set. I mean, it's an absolute war to take him out. So, I think. Um, I'm not going to count him out any 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 match. Yeah, and what do um, you think of Kyrgios coming off of the Wimbledon uh, finals? How do you think he's going to fare uh, in this Grand Slam? 
I mean, I think the curious that we're seeing now, it's so great because he's locked in. I mean, he still has his antics on his court yelling at his spot, which is, is bizarre too. <laughs> but that, I guess that's his way of handling just the pressure of being out there and, and all that and trying to stay focused on the tennis, whatever it may be. I think when you look at that possible Kyrgios Medvedev fourth round match, you, it's best out of five sets again. It's a whole different animal, and who knows um, how Kyrgios' mentality is going in. Like going into Wimbledon, he believed he was the best player in that tournament, I think, or like a favorite to win. And I don't know if I guess if that's the same mentality coming into the U.S. Open. And he's also been on the road for a while. Um, body's going to be a, a little more banged up. He is coming in more fresh to this tournament, um, but he's played a lot of matches on, in the in the American swing so far on this hard court. So I think I, I, I'm taking Medvedev, obviously, but who knows? As the tournament progresses, see the level going into that possible match um, in the second week, and and hopefully th- that's a match we'll be able to see. And then I think two guys who have had some sneaky good years are Cam Norrie and Andre Rublev. I feel like a lot of people are sort of sort of disappointed with how Rublev has been playing throughout the year, even though he's what seven in the race to uh, uh, the race to turn, uh, and it's just not necessarily um, the same tennis that he was producing a year or two back. But I still like those guys to move through. Well, Rublev and Norrie would face off in the in the fourth round, um, but I I, I think I like Norrie. I just think he's so tough to to beat his game style with his like whippy forehand that's very spinny, and then his really flat backhand, and he he just manipulates the ball around the court really well, puts you in uncomfortable positions. And Rublev right now, I mean, he did, his Cincinnati tournament, he lost to Fritz which was a good match, but his level before that on the, on the hard court so far has not been that high this uh, this season. So, again, I'm, I'm looking at Nori there to go face Rafa in the quarters. I, I do think Rublev gets through. Shapovalov hasn't been playing well at all. Um, and he is facing Laz Legere. He just came off of the final Winston-Salem. But, again, I don't I don't really see... see too many problems for him to to advance to Nori, but I, I I think Nori for sure, just based off of recent form. And do you have any picks for the finals? Uh. Yeah, I mean, right now when I, I think about, it, I mean, it's kind of hard to predict this far out, obviously, because we always get it so so wrong if we <laughs> if we predict far off. Yeah, but uh, I have. Medvedev, I've Medvedev winning the U.S. Open. Really? Wow. Well, just like I, see, I would I, take I would take Kyrgios over Medvedev if Kyrgios gets there. I mean, there's a lot of variables I throw into that match, like wh- whether Kyrgios has been playing night matches the entire time, whether that's a night match or a day match. Just because, like, what happens if it's a really like really hot day? Like, who knows how he re- reacts to everything? Um, and get and given Medvedev's form, like the the match that Kyrgios beat him in um, Montreal, he served volleyed every time. I mean, Medvedev would expect that more now. Prepare, mm-hmm. be ready for that. So, um, I, I think Medvedev overall has the best chance to to win the tournament. Obviously.
obviously not being the one seed and, and whatnot. A healthy Rafa I have in the finals, but again, who knows what 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 how how is how his body's going to handle the tournament. So when you look on that bottom half, I have Yannick Sinner as as someone I'm looking at um, in the semis possibly. So that's a that's a hot little take. So who knows? You? Yeah, I was thinking about like Steph and uh, Sinner. I feel like those two could really pull through um, and make a deep run. And honestly, I'm just gonna go for it and have them in the finals. Steph and Sinner. I know. Oh man, what a final that would be! <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be no. pulling for Sinner, but I'd still take Sissis Pass. Yeah, yeah. I think Steph on us definitely is in good form for this tournament. But again, these guys, you never know. You really don't. It's not like the big three anymore, which you, I don't know, when, when we watched it, it was like, okay, this guy's a lock. This guy's a lock to, to yeah. make a deep run. And when it didn't, it was like Armageddon. But now it's a little more common for these guys to, I mean, the level, I guess, is between everyone it has shrunk a little bit in terms of how, how great, like, Djokovic, Federer, and all or before everyone else. But Murray, too. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it, and I'm excited for the pod to be back. And we're going to catch you guys next week. Uh, and yeah, US Open starts, so we're pretty pumped.